0: Welcome to Cabot Coverage, the podcast where three sisters and a beloved family friend discuss the crime-solving adventures of mystery novelist Jessica Fletcher on Murder, She Wrote. I'm Susanna. I'm Megan. I'm Glynis. And I'm Ashley. And tonight we're discussing When Thieves Fall Out, which is episode two from season four and originally aired on the 27th of September, 1987. This episode was written by Arthur David Weingarten, who wrote sort of various things in the 80s, but he's only written two episodes of Murder, She Wrote. This one and an episode called Deadpan, which is the one where it's the warring between the two theater critics. And one's called Elliot Easterbrook, played by uh, Dean Stockwell. (laughs) Um, And I can't, the other's like another New Yorker that's then they're reviewing a play that someone's adapted of one of Jessica's books. So, yeah, so this, oh, and by the way, just to, something from um, IMDb Trivia. The title is a quote from James William Emery Townsend, the notorious 19th century liar who said, when thieves fall out, honest men get their dues, but when honest men fall out, lawyers get their fees. I mean, Yeah. <laughs> What does it take to be a notorious 19th century liar? Not Four names, apparently. That's <laughs> <laughs> so You qualify. I've read that sentence now. Well, two sentences several times. And I'm not sure I'm still it. Okay, I still... Okay, that mean? makes me feel better. I am like, I don't know. <laughs> I like, uh, the, okay, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that bit. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but I do like the title; it's it's evocative. Um, okay, so this is a Cabot Cove episode. We both so really sorry before yeah. <laughs> like thieves didn't fall out in this episode. Like it, it's not like and, well, he... they did. They so oh, yeah, did. from the bonds, and then he was like, "We got trouble," and then he. Oh, okay. Got I it oh, okay, but I did kidding. an honest man get his due? The yeah. But then Jessica was mean to him. We'll get into that in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so, yeah. Okay, so um, this is a Cabot Cove episode. So Jessica's joined by um, Sheriff Amos Tupper, who's played by Tom Bosley. Um, New in town is Andrew Durbin, played by John Glover. Andrew has just gotten out of prison after serving 20 years for a murder that he claims he didn't commit. He's now seeking, he says justice, but I guess some people might look at it as revenge because he believes he knows who one of the people was. So basically he was in a car accident and he was a hitchhiker and the guy that was driving the car had a hundred thousand dollars in bonds. Um, They got in a car accident. And when um, Andrew left the car with the driver injured, he went to go get help and the driver was still alive. When he came back, the driver was dead and the bonds were missing. He claims that he saw one of the another car on the road and he saw one of the passengers in the car. Um, So he thinks he knows who it is. um, And he's trying to figure out who the driver of the car was because he believes that the two of them killed the driver of his car um, that caused him to then serve uh, 20 years for a crime he didn't commit. Anyways, so also in town is coach Kevin Caldwell, played by Kenneth McMillan. He's retiring as the football coach at Cabot Cove High School he has his group of quote unquote boys who were <laughs> um, at Cabot Cove high school and he was coaching Bill Hampton played by Dak Rambo, judge Perry Silman, played by John Bennett Perry, Dan pulling played by Mark Boland and Arnie Wakeman played by Michael Lembeck. Also in the mix is judge Silman's wife, Tara Silman, played by Caitlin O'Heeney, and Bill Hampton's wife, Allison, played by Shelley Smith. Um, Essentially, the four boys of the four boys, Dan is an alcoholic who Bill has just fired from Bill's very successful car dealership. Um, Perry is a judge. Arnie is in a wheelchair, but he was supposed to have been a big on the stock market in New York. um, But now he's moved back to Cabot Cove. Anyways, where the stories cross is Andrew claims that Bill was the passenger in the car that that basically ran the car he was in off the road. Um, He starts sort of following bill and kind of vaguely threatening him but not in person um and pushing 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 him we know that bill has an accomplice because he keeps calling him and eventually bill is shot and killed um jessica starts asking questions of all of the cabot cove high schoolers even though it's now been 20 years later (laughs) and eventually finds out that the person that was the driver of the car was kevin caldwell the coach um, so she confronts him and basically they they killed the driver to get the $100,000 bonds. Or well, the coach did. Bill was too drunk to know what was happening, but Bill idolized the coach so much that he just took the 50 grand, which was half of the bonds, and he bought the car dealership and the coach bought a very unsuccessful football camp. Um, so yeah, so it's all very sad. And Andrew Durbin, I guess, feels like he got justice, even though Jessica is really sort of... Judgy of him at the end of the episode for pushing all of this into action. Anyway, sorry, that's probably quite a long synopsis of this episode, but it is sort of in, all the bits are kind of important. So it's um, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite twisty. Yeah. yeah there's a lot it's messy happening in this episode. <laughs> messy. It is messy because you spend a lot of time with Andrew Durbin um, before you kind of get to know the Cabot Covers. Um, and so that's sort of one dynamic of it is that, you know, yeah, he see, like, every time he's on screen, they kind of play creepy music, like no. he's sort of some sort of creepy guy. And it's like, and, then, <laughs> and when he reports himself into Sheriff Tupper to say he's, I guess on parole is what he is, um they all act like this is like this has never happened before and it's all a very big deal. But, and you, and you meant to think, I guess that he's kind of menacing, but he's not wrong. And these guys did do something wrong. I mean, and Bill Hampton maybe didn't murder the driver, but he benefited from the murder and never admitted what happened. He knew what had happened. Yeah. Yes, and this episode gets into one of my favorite tropes in movies because I literally cannot understand it, is the, I remember high school so well, it was like the best years of my life. I remember the scores of the football game that I played 20 years ago. And when they're talking about what they did at the prom, I mean, Ashley, you and I went to the prom together. Can you remember a single thing that happened? (laughs) No it would stick out more though if something really crazy had happened later that night i mean i don't know or like i mean i guess if you stay in cabin <laughs> and own the dealership like maybe there aren't too many huge memorable moments that sort of take over life yeah because you're, you're like, right 66 high school champ yeah know, he, says, he says year, year 66 was the greatest thing to ever happen to me yes and I mean I think for Bill Hampton it's like yes he he drunkenly witnessed a murder and then benefited from stolen Ride bonds but for the no no that's what I'm saying though but for the rest of them It was just like a drunken night at the prom. And, it you know, it's funny, the story that Allison tells about, so basically they're trying to alibi each other and alibi Bill to make it seem like Bill wasn't involved in the murder. But when they admit that he did leave the prom early because he was too drunk, um... Allison says they got into a big fight because he wanted to take her to a motel and she was crossing him because she was like, if you think I'm that kind of girl, then you need to find yourself another girl. It's just interesting because like, then she married that guy. Oh, and hey. he <laughs> in the group text, they are like, and wait, and she ended up with him?
1: Well, because he said a comment, he was like, he, was like, he had oh, uh, get a trophy to collect is what he yeah. said. And
0: I thought he was talking about another <laughs> yeah. lady's V card. Yeah. And I was like, ew Ew. but then it was a literal trophy i mean still like that argument is pretty horrendous and the fact that they ended up together is well it's weird on a couple levels like if okay (laughs) maybe i'm overthinking this a little bit if she was so traumatized by him saying that to her that she's crying and she's upset maybe also because she's been caught out in a lie it's like then for her to have married that person seems odd, but because if you had gone on to have a successful relationship and married that person, that anecdote would just be like, you know, we were kids and he wanted, he wanted me to go back to a motel. And I was like, no. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, it would be like a sort of, and then the next day he called me and apologized and it was all fine. You know, he was drunk, whatever. And it's like the way she cries about it. You're like, this happened quite a long time ago that this guy was mean to you and you've now been married to him for I'm assuming about (laughs) 15 years years. yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so I mean but yeah anyways that's just it was just I just found that like because I was like that's kind of a gross thing for this guy to have done but then it's like obviously she she didn't really care because she Maybe it was just really out of character because he was so so drunk. I don't know. Well, and maybe he came back and was like, look, babe, I just got so much money. <laughs> and she was like, Okay. Okay,
1: babe. Well, he was he was rich.
0: <laughs> that house was huge. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also love that Jessica acted like those guys were like her really, really good friends. The kids that she taught and i also loved when um shoot bill drove her home and the wife got in the back seat it oh got- yeah i love that <laughs> no even question about it no she- jessica's like plonked herself in the front seat she's like who's the wife's name sorry i've already forgot allison, allison? back seat for you yeah i ride shotgun <laughs> Jessica always gets shotgun she doesn't even have to call it Right, she comes near the car. She was getting so many lifts in the beginning. It's like she just was learn to drive, no. <laughs> it's not her bicycle, she could get around. But I do have a question about the car. So, okay, right. So, they the car, the Corvette crashes. They mm-hmm. he, uh, Andrew runs off to try and get help. They then come back and murder the guy, and then Andrew gets in trouble. How does Andrew obtain the car? He went back to the widow of the guy that died. She must obviously not have known who he was and bought the car from her. Okay, I was wondering that. Like, that's, that was the story that he told to Bill Hampton, whether, that's, whether it is the same car or whatever, I'm not sure. How did he have enough money for... I know, well, he made a lot of money and... He- in- in jail, yeah. In jail. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, unless I don't know because it was like, wait. So he went to jail as like an 18 year old, and then is coming out. Well, he at even, 30, I mean, yeah, twenty, 20 something. something. Yeah, he was said he was like whatever. Like, probably didn't build up like a massive amount of. Or <laughs> you think maybe he stole it? No, I don't. I I just I had questions about it. Yeah, part of me wondered if the widow thought he was innocent. I mean, I don't know. It's it, That's maybe too complicated. I also think it's funny, but there's a lot about this episode that's like, really not funny so this is funny in a dark way but that that guy was driving around picking up hitchhikers while he had a hundred grand in <laughs> <won. laughs> no brave <laughs> man that is <laughs> I, I'm just like laying out like yeah. <laughs> <in your> <laughs> <briefcase>. <laughs> he's like i'm just gonna drop off this 100 grand in bonds like yeah i'll pick up some when random dude so specific like with, like is that what businessmen carried around in the eighties? I mean, from Snow Hammett or whatever it is. <laughs> I'll be honest; I don't really know what bearer bonds are. So, I-, I would have thought that when they tried to cash them or do whatever with them, I know they said they waited a few years that there would have been some kind of way to trace it. Oh yeah, that's maybe a that's point. Why I they don't kept know. It as like a hundred grand, because maybe that's. Low enough to not be traceable. Yeah. God, that's I, a lot of money, though. It, no, it is. But if if it had been like a million dollars in bonds, oh, kind of like, oh, I see what the, you're like saying. the railroad one where that was like a million dollars in tickets or something like that. Was it Mr. Magoo goes on
1: holiday or something? <laughs> what? Um, oh, Mr. Peabody. Uh peabody's vacation or
0: something yeah wait in <laughs> murder She wrote the episode yeah, like, oh, mr. mr penroy mr penroy mr penroy mr you know one of those I was like, this is P. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that like a million dollars worth of like yeah. brain it it was like, yeah, I thought it was like two two point five million I think it
1: was money. I think it was money, like what, like <laughs> $2 dollars? It's like crazy. for Ticketmaster, they're gonna resell it. On like Something that I thought was weird, like they stole tickets for Thanksgiving or like yeah. Christmas holiday, and then we're gonna subhub it.
0: But they waited like over a decade right like that was like years and years that they waited before. I think it was three no no it was for Mr. Penroy it was a year so they were waiting I, a year I am year. wrong on so many levels <laughs> I mean goodness are you even watching these
1: good night, really <laughs> I mean i through
0: I love um, that you remember about Mr. Penroy's vacation that's the <laughs> I, she called it Mr. Magoo's trip around the world or something <laughs> Mr. Magoo goes on holiday. Oh yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. sorry. I was like, is that like, cartoon that Glennon's is
1: seen I know. It. And I was like, is that a famous episode of Mr. Magoo? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, like, should I have known, like, should I know this episode? <laughs> <laughs> of Mr. Magoo. And I'm not well versed in the Magoo universe. In
0: the universe? universe. <laughs> 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 oh my god, <laughs> I just I just wish that I could see this from Gwynus's <laughs> perspective sometimes. <laughs> like, is she watching this and she it's all she sees is the cartoon of Mr. Mc. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just it's like, I would love to get, like, Glennis to, like, do a reenactment of some of these episodes, <laughs> and then this guy is running around, he can't see anything, he's buying a million dollars, he steals a million dollars in train we tickets. We got Magoo, <laughs> we got train tickets, we got some two old babies who crochet and murder people.
1: I feel like we should have Glennis do a recap for one episode, just to see how to do a
0: recap it. You know what? That's true, Susanna. Instead of you giving the intro, we'll just like, let Glennis say what she thinks happened in this episode. <laughs> no, it's gotta be an on the fly question of what happened in a specific yeah. episode. Because if it's fresh, I'll know it. But like one last week. What did we watch? Oh, the headless horseman. What yes, happened what in the headless?
1: Okay,
0: yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> school teacher mm-hmm. yeah. and he's in love with a lady who wears pilgrim outfits basically <laughs> yeah mm. and there's a real hotshot teacher at some like very privileged school who's a really rough and tough bad boy who rides around on horses and then there's also a dentist remember that who has a portrait of his dead ex fiance who cheated on him on his desk. <laughs> I think I'm still there right, and it's right who dies someone di- oh the bad boy dies and then someone and they get decapitated by a sword which feels very retro I don't know and
1: retro. it's a retro murder yeah <laughs> so there's also
0: a few teen boys who are being naughty yeah yeah my, my capacity for new information is limited. I feel
1: like you did a. Great oh my time. God,
0: Glynnis, I just love that you were trying to buy yourself time to try to remember who <laughs> was the murder victim, though it's like quite literally the most obvious person. <laughs> no, but um, I think she should do it like right after we've watched the episode. Like we don't say anything about it. She then just like gives her intro, and then we hear like what she. I know, but the problem. But that's the point. Like if it's fresh, like I'll probably give as amazing as an intro okay i would just like you to do one more okay i'll make it snappy
1: yeah i want to do one more one more
0: in 30 seconds what was what happened in broadway malady (laughs) (laughs) which one was that where there the brother and the sister and the mom and they're doing the play musical oh. that the mom and the daughter are yeah. in i can't remember who dies but i know the brother's the murderer <laughs> perfect he nailed it
1: yeah you nailed it
0: and yeah. oh, they try to punk him by saying punk. that the mom's dead but she's yeah. not dead
1: it was a pure punking
0: it was a pure punking it's <laughs> not the one where he kills the homeless person no <laughs> <laughs> but he's addressed as a homeless person <laughs> right 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 yeah yeah okay i I just want, I just wish I could like take a screenshot of your face when I mentioned the name of the episode and you were trying to remember what episode that was. (laughs) Because it's like, you're right, like you've seen these episodes all one time. You know, we've all seen them probably many times. I am the type of person who I hear someone's name for the first time and it's gone just instantly. So like names don't really hold and apparently neither do episodes but anyways let's get back to when thieves fall out right so we were talking about the fact that he got the car back um so he got yeah he got the car from the widow that was um uh, but bu- 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 that was good oh i forgot not, well, you know when they were talking about their alibis for prom yeah. and Jessica. what i like about this episode actually is i think that First of all, I actually think it's a very well-written episode of television. It's just sort of lacks the kind of lighthearted fun that I think a lot of times you get with Murder, She Wrote. But you do get episodes like this where it's more serious, the acting's more serious. And actually, I think, I was going to put her down as my favorite guest star, but it's a cheat. But I think Angela's great in this episode. Sort yeah. of really runs the gamut of, you know, and she, the way she's pushing them and she's calling them friends, but the way she's talking to them is like somebody that used to have authority over them. She is their former teacher. She's someone they respect. And I really like the scene where she's interrogating Arnie because she's not gonna let him like wiggle out of it. And she tricks him eventually, which I like, which we can go That's into insane. in a second. That yes. very good. Yeah. But it's just like, she's so good at like pushing them. And it was when she confronts the three other ones about their alibi. And she says, "What happened at prom?" And Terry goes, "We had a hell of a good time. That's all." <laughs> it's like, oh yes, way not to sound suspicious, Tara. Like, <laughs> it's like well, why do you need to know? Not to spoil my guess, but that was why I thought it was her. Um, oh right, cause she was so. Uh, and it just kept cagey. zooming in on like her face and her just looking shifty, and I was like, mm, there's something up there, but. And then then when he made the comment about, or she made the comment about finding another lady to do the things with in the motel, I then thought maybe Tara and him.
1: That's what I thought too.
0: Oh, that's an interesting guess. Yeah. Um, She, yeah, that whole, it was weird too, because also like Jessica asked them point blank what happened with Bill. And obviously they want to protect Allison, So they sort of corroborate her story but one of the people corroborating the story is a judge, is their friend who's a judge. And you're like, is that that's bad? And the earlier, he's all going all high and mighty about he's got a conflict of interest in the civil suit. And he can't <laughs> he can't preside over Arnie's suit against Bill for the faulty car, which would have gotten him pretty bad because he was lying. Well, that is true. I mean, so they must have, did, do we think they knew that Arnie was making that up? I don't think so. I don't think so. Only Jessica figured it out. And I also thought it was funny because they're supposed to be 38 or nine or so. And the judge looks significantly older than the rest of them. I mean, I actually thought, is Arnie the one in the wheelchair? Yes. I thought he looked older than late thirties also. Okay, so let's do this because I think, listen, age ain't nothing but a number abounds here. Like this was, I was writing it down. I was like flipping back to my notes about their ages. And I was like, oh, right. Okay, they've just cast whoever. (laughs) like It's fine. So we had two couples and the two other guys. So Arnie in this episode is 39. So actually he's the right age. Um, The judge is 46 yeah his wife is 34 (laughs) Bill Hampton is also 46 and his wife is 35 and then the guy that plays Mark Voland who we didn't I mean sorry Dan Pulling the actress called Mark Voland is 35 so actually the only one that is the right age is Arnie what about Andrew so Andrew's 43 so he would be would be about the right age a little bit older I thought that they, because they kept mentioning about Mark and his drinking problem and and all of that. I thought like he would have made like more of a scene than he did. He just showed up at the party drunk, didn't he? But he was only ever outside in the parking lot. So he well, didn't then they really had, get like, to know them. Him and Bill had a fight at the beginning that was like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Forgot about well, yeah, and I think he's just like the fourth random character that you don't really deal with just so that there were the, his four boys or whatever. Gotta have symmetry in that black and white photo. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh. And another thing that bothered me about this was the coach, when he's looking at the bear bonds, he says that he panics and then he reaches out and grabs a rock Mm -hmm. and it's like, to like go find a rock. You're not exactly panicking. Yeah, I need you so to hit him it multiple again, times. And, again, and, <laughs> and then again. why didn't the people in the farmhouse open up or at least be like, hey, what's we're not gonna open the door, but we'll call the police. What's wrong? I think they've made it really clear that locals don't care about people that aren't from around there. That's they let true. a man die in a ditch dressed as a civil war reenactor <sighs> rather than help him. Well, he just kept being like, and they were just kept watching TV I know, and it was That's just done so in creepy, I don't know. Also, this is a, an aside, but in the beginning when Jessica and Andrew are in the car and they're pulling up to the house, whatever, um, there's like a clear voiceover that's meant to be them talking in the car, but it was like so much louder than any of the other sound of people talking. <laughs> and then when it cuts to them outside of the car, it like drops like several. <laughs> and then there was a little bit of, I mean, we do get some of that in other ones, but yeah, they obviously added a bit of lines in there to explain why they were at, was it, what was it? Lila Small's house. Yeah. Oh, right. And I also, I love that car. I thought it was a really cool car. It was cool. That was cool. Um, There were a couple of bits in this episode. I got, genuinely got the shock of my life when (laughs) Bill walked back into the car dealership. He'd been out talking with Andrew and been being threatened by Andrew. And then he walks back into the car dealership and Jessica like pops up out of nowhere (laughs) in his office. And honestly, I was like, how? Get in there, <laughs> was so, he was like, "Whoa, Jessica!" I was like, <laughs> also, what was the name of the town that this was all supposed to have happened? And I know they were Cabot Cove High School, but the accident was near like Shawmont or Shawmont or something. They said saying like Shahamit or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wait, wait where?" Because at first I thought it was. Charlotte, Charlotte, uh, North. Carolina. That's what I thought. It's not Charlotte. No, it was. But I that's what I thought at first. I was like, "Why do? Why would they have been anywhere near Charlotte?" Ugh, I don't know. It's probably
1: Shamet like, Shamet that's, sort of, that's what he, like he said. New England town.
0: Oh. Yeah. This is like <laughs> when you find out a certain like. Place name is pronounced a certain way, and then, but you can never not you can never not say it the way you've been saying it. <laughs> so you have to like relearn it. Yeah, I was with you, Megan. I was like, what? What name is it that they're saying? <laughs> okay, there. Okay, yep, I get it now. Is it near the real life Cabot Cove? <laughs> no, <laughs> there's a sh- shaman school in Philadelphia, but I mean, it must be a name common in that area. How do you spell it? I the way that it's spelled here for the school, but again, I just I I just think it's a ta- okay, there's just a name for a lot of stuff. It's S H A W M O N T. Sham Shamet. I guess Sham oh God.
1: I would say Shamet. Shamet.
0: Shamet. <laughs> Sham I would say Shaman.
1: So I would say it S H A W M I T Shaman. Oh, okay, well let me look that. That's maybe. how I would say it. That's not I don't think that's how it's spelled, but like a lot of towns like in um Massachusetts, like New England area, it's it'll look like S H A W M U T or something Shammut. like that. And then it's Shaman. Yeah.
0: That's yeah, okay. It. Yeah, i was wrong about the earlier one yeah shama is the yeah that's okay anywho that's You're sorry have. <laughs> um, geography lesson 101 but i actually really like when she like surprised him in the office and she was wearing that pink button-up dress i thought yeah. that was a really cute dress you, not all the some of the outfits were good I mean I think of the women hers were the best because it's like some of the outfits on the other two women I wanted to like yeah but there was uh, there would always be some element of it that it would just shift it a bit to like those women were both very attractive and like obviously we're you know sort of the hotsy-totsy ladies of Cabot Cove but it would be like the belt was too big, or there were too many shoulder pads, or the fabric was a bit weird. Yeah, I. And so it was weird. Allison mm. had a couple that i that I liked, just because if I was in the '80s, it's what I would have wanted to wear. There was one she wore that had it was like light pink, I think, on the top, and a light blue combo, and then there was yes, a large belt. Kind of, it was all part of the dress, and I was like, "Oh, I love that light pink, light blue combo." And then Allison, when the party, is wearing a dress that was blue with like red in the kind of slit Mm. parts, that I was really into. Yeah, I I heard that pink and blue number with the sort of chevron style belt was my. A favorite of her ensembles because she looked very nice in it. She's obviously a very fashionable lady walking around Cabot Cove. Yeah, well, she's married to the top car guy. I wrote down um, love, question mark, hate, question mark, uh, Tara's turquoise dress. And that, oh, that was California. a tough one. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't really decide about that one. I mean, Tara seemed like a stone cold bee. Like, even at the party, she's like, can't believe he's leaving early or something like that, like already coming in hot on stuff. And you're like, what's her deal? Like, why is she so mad at everything? Well, and then that was also why I thought that it might have been her. Because, like, her and the judge's outfits just looked so much nicer. And I was like, okay, maybe, like, his money is actually from her 50K bond uh oh glittish you'd really thought this through i had but then it was wrong you didn't think um the coach's eyebrows gave away that he was <laughs> a bad guy the first time i watched this episode i'm sure i remember thinking it was probably the coach because he just seemed so like such a st- strange man And normally you don't think it's her friends. So normally when it's the one of the people that is suspected is one of her friends, it's very unlikely to be that person. But every once in a while it is. And it's always so dark when it is, because it's like this is someone Jessica has been hanging around with for the last 20 years. And the whole time he knows that he like murdered this guy in cold blood. Also was he, was his retire, like, was he retiring under a cloud? Because there was, I thought someone referenced the, they were like, oh, he's retiring, but we wish it wasn't this way. Did anyone else hear that? Yeah, that yeah. was Tara saying it, where she was like, oh, like, like," because Jessica was like, oh, he'll, he'll take to retirement. And she's like, well, I don't know. I don't know if I would, you know, if it was this way or, you know, something like that. Yeah. And that was, well, he now, also that said mean? that 66 was his, one and only victory. Oh, only state okay. state championship. So this is the only time okay. they won the state championship. So, which I suppose is quite a big deal. I mean, it was when he was, when they sat on those tiny little bleachers and he goes, I can still hear the roar of the crowd. Ugh. I did laugh a little because I was like, what sort of crowd you get in at the Cabot Cove High? <laughs> 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 okay. Greatest year. Yeah, I mean... But the, it's, like, obviously for these guys, it was a big deal. And as you say, Glenn, it's, like, they all stayed in town, apart from, I suppose Arnie did, too. So for them, it will be, you know, a really good memory. And they all married girls they went to high school with. I mean, you know, quite pally. And he, but yes, his eyebrows were crazy. And they'd clearly, because he was only, I don't know, 55 in this episode. I feel like they had tried to make him look older. I thought they'd maybe dyed his hair because he was only nine years older than um, the guy that played the judge and the guy that played Bill Hampton. Yeah. So if they were, you know, in high school, he would have only been in his mid twenties. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think he's meant to be a little bit older than that. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's like, Yeah, it's 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 sort of a sad one because they like also it's like Jessica. Normally, if someone's been falsely accused of stuff, feels sorry for them. But obviously she thinks that this guy, the Andrew's weird. So she doesn't really want to give him like the benefit of the doubt all the time. And it's like, although she does always say she believes him. So every time he says something, she does say she believes him. It's just that she obviously doesn't like him. She doesn't like his approach doesn't like his approach but then it's like the, the judge the coach did kill somebody and he seems like kind of a weird dude so it's well, like if he would have come like you know after being um leaving jail like if you tried to petition it in court it probably would have taken forever and ever I'm not justifying what he did in the episode but I could see how someone wrongfully accused would want to like I mean he didn't really do anything wrong he just Played a few pranks and had some pointed comments about uh, driving in the middle of the night and having one uh, lamp on. Well, and the yeah, there was that, and there was also like he left that Jack in yeah, the Box thing with fake like, money in it that Bill described as a joke, a private one. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, as your wife sees, you lose your. Sh- Sorry your poop on the front doorstep. And then you're like, it's just a private joke. She's like, I literally know all of our friends. We all went to school together. <laughs> like, <laughs> who's this a joke between? Um, Yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, he messed with them, but he also went to prison for 20 years for something he didn't do. And she's just trying to figure it out. I don't know. I thought she was way too mean to him, especially given the fact that like, She's helped other people clear their names. I don't know if it was because he did it, he was doing it on his own before coming to her or... Well, yeah, and what's the difference between him goading people the way he's goading people and her setting up, like, a scenario where someone, get like, tries to attack her? Or, you know, when she does the thing where she's like, yeah. oh, they said they're going to, like, come clean out the cubby, like tomorrow so like well guess we'll find out then what it what's in there and then the person comes that night and she busts them it's like why is that different than what he's doing i guess because she's having to interrogate all her friends quote unquote (laughs) yeah like there is no one in the interrogation that she hasn't known for what 30 years yeah, I suppose that's true. And some of them since they were little kids. Mm. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, I I think she is too harsh. But I think the episode's trying to let her off the hook by being like, see, this guy's kind of a weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't think that's how it works. It's like, we yeah, hate I'd him because weird. I was like I'd be a weird guy too if I spent twenty years in jail for something I didn't do. Like you, that's not. Yeah, and then abnormal. you know that this one guy is involved, and all that guy had to do was say that he he wasn't the driver. I mean, I don't know. It was weird. I also like that. Like, at jail, let him get the Cabot Cove newsletter or whatever it's he the was Gazette, getting. that, <laughs> yeah that was amazing I guess
1: he would have been at a local prison right because that crime happened there
0: oh yeah they did say something like he well because yeah didn't he say something like oh I've spent a lot of time here yeah Yeah. he's like I only came for like the short while and then I stayed a lot longer than I planned or something along those lines it's um it makes Cabot Cove High seem like a pretty Weird place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, oh, it's a little bit not right here. <laughs> Something's not right with it. <laughs> but it is interesting that like, when Allison runs into trouble with Bill, the first person she goes to talk to is Jessica. And she wants yeah. Jessica to sort it out. And it's like, I don't know if my old high school English teacher would be the first one that I'd go to, to be like, my husband, I think is lying to me. <laughs> and you go talk to him. Well, obviously, you know, they've all known each other a long time. And, and also I thought jo- Jessica, would be a little more stealthy when she approached bill about Allison's concerns, but she, she just like flat out is like, yeah, Allison told me everything. She says, she's worried about you. <laughs> she says, you're carrying a gun. It's like Allison told you that in confidence. <laughs> so maybe don't narc her out first thing. They're thick as And then Bill gets mad, kicks her out. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's. There was a part where Amos did like a. Oh, like Amos's face when um, Andrew lights the pipe is pretty funny. He's <sighs> like. I don't know why he's like so irritated by it, but he, he makes some eye roll face. They both were so judgy about it. Like, uh, like when she see, he's lighting that pipe and Jessica's like, "Mm." it's like, oh, it's all right for Timothy Hanratty to be lighting pipes left, right and center, but it's not okay for this guy to be lighting a pipe. Come on, Jessica.
1: I I also thought he used it as like a dramatic pause. So they're just like, can you just like spit out whatever you're saying? And he like paused to like (laughs) stuff and light his pipe. I see. Okay.
0: Cause I also, it was weird. Like at the end when she schools him, when she schools Andrew, although he has the last word. And I think, I mean, I'm totally on his side in all of this, but mm, like, kind of threw out to other people. She says, oh, do you think it's fair that he went to prison for 20 years? So you kind of think that she is on his side, but then she's so weird. I don't know. She's so weird to him at the end. I find it off-putting, but maybe she thinks if he did it a different way, then Bill wouldn't have died, but. Yeah, I mean, I think she agrees with the purpose, but not the you know, not the way he went about it because he did, I mean, he sort of did kill Bill really. And, and in a way, Bill, even though he benefited from it was only like 17 when this happened and sort of got taken advantage by the coach and kind of manipulated into keeping his secret. And also, how did he think he was going to make money off of a football camp? It was his dream. There's a lot of money in that. Also, how do you lose money in a football camp? (laughs) Like, I don't really understand how you can put 50 grand into that and then have nothing come out of it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know the financials of that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, this had one of my favorite things. You know, I love it. I want you to think about when they're talking about what happened at the murder. What did we see prancing around in that flashback? Little, little feet. feet. <laughs> <laughs> like, the oh, little, little feet. They can't yeah. show his face because it's been 20 years, but they can show those little feet. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Scurrying mm-hmm. around. Oh, car, fun, rock. <laughs> yeah, the rock shot. <laughs> million dollar shot it's just like oh here's a rock let's just, just light it up and zoom in on it <laughs> yeah and bash this guy's head in with it it's like, oh, oh, so rough
1: it just went from zero to like 60 like so yeah. fast. oh no but both of his actions were premeditated like it's not like a crime of passion or like any sort of self-defense like he consciously was gonna murder this man to steal the bonds Yeah, And then he consciously was going to kill Bill. And I'm like, but I feel like Jessica was more mad at herself. Yeah, maybe she was
0: just mad that she hadn't realized that this friend of theirs was, like, not a great guy, actually. A murderer. Yeah, yeah, you're right. More than not a great guy. (laughs) (laughs) Because they could have done something where the guy woke up and the coach was holding the bonds and the guy would freak out. And think that you know, be disoriented, just say, and start maybe attacking the coach or something, something to give him a reason. Because you're right, the like the guy woke up, kind of looked up at him, and he's like, "I didn't know what to do, so I bashed his head in with a rock." It's like, <laughs> what? That doesn't feel like the next logical step to that. No. Or, or if he'd had already had money troubles. Like, you know, as he was about to lose the house, he'd been through a bad divorce or something, but yeah. he, he just looks like a psychopath. And you're right. Like yeah. he killed Bill in such a premeditated way that not only was he going to make it look kind of like suicide, but he was going to make it look like a murder masked as a suicide by someone that didn't know he was left-handed. That is messed yeah, up. Yeah. He, no, he was a bad guy. I mean, this is, Yeah. He was around children, coaching, football. Ugh. That's not right. Oh, that's know. really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> it's like, and then he's like, oh, I don't know, Jesse." And she's ah. <laughs> like, oh, okay.
1: He also committed
0: the number one crime of calling her Jessie. Yeah. But all these guys from her past call her Jesse. <laughs> it's true. Jesse McGill.
1: Does Michael Haggerty ever call her Jesse or Jess?
0: He calls her Jess, I think. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. Mrs. Fletcher, if you're nasty. Okay. Oh. Come on. They're you know, they like that sometimes. No. So, no. I, I mean,
1: Susanna. He's the we only one that calls her Mrs. Fletcher.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, does, um, what does Harry McGraw call her? Yeah, Jess, I think.
1: Jess and Jessica, I think
0: it's Jessica to you yeah yeah (laughs) do you think she dies a little on the inside every time someone calls her Jess she's like god it's Jessica
1: (laughs) call her everything
0: he calls her oh he I think he does say Jess doesn't he I thought he said Jesse too it's, I can't remember. I, it's weird not having... Oh, that's something else I wrote down. I think it's very important for us to discuss this. Obviously, Seth wasn't in this episode. Right. For whatever reason, what was William Wyndham up to that he couldn't be in this episode? Maybe he didn't say maybe. maybe. There was another doctor called Doc Matthews. Now, Doc Matthews shows up when the dead body is found, Bill Hampton's dead body, and he has but one line, and that one line is, bullet in their right temple. That's all he says. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why do we even have this character? They <laughs> like pan <laughs> like, over and he's like, bullet in the right temple. I mean, I kind of like it. I mean, she's like, are you sure or something like that? And, he's like, and then yeah. no. she goes, are you sure? Name Amos goes, yeah. And he's like, why didn't Amos just say that? <laughs> why did you bring this guy in? <laughs> it reminds me of Mystery Science Theater where they would go... The director's cousin, ladies and gentlemen. It's <laughs> so random idea. Yeah, I feel like that could have been, yeah. Or he needed to do, get a credit to keep his sag. Oh, no, bless him. Yeah, of course. I'm not trying to be so mean. Okay, here we go. Should we go through the beats and we can sort of expound sure, on some yeah. of this other stuff? Is that yeah. all right?
1: Well, yeah. wait, I have a quick question. Yeah, go on, Ashley. The coach, the coach beats up um, Andrew. Andrew. Andrew?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But is
1: he, does he's not beating him up because of Bill? He's beating him up because he's spoiled his, his whole plan, right? And I think he's trying to make it
0: seem like, oh, look, I'm like, I'm so mad that Bill is dead that I'm beating up the guy that quote unquote killed him.
1: Oh, the more I think about it. Yeah. The more I think about it, that coach is just gross.
0: Really bad guy.
1: Naughty, naughty.
0: Also, when he has his hands all over her at that party, and he's like,
1: I was in love with
0: this lady. Like, Kevin, Jesus, like, let it go, bro. Buddy, come on. Yeah, she was a lot. They're always so handsy with her. I find it... I don't know. But then they. she said they were friends, so...
1: I don't like when people are handsy with Jessica.
0: No, I don't either. Um, Okay, here we go. Thunder Weather no for a second i could remember if it was raining on the prom night no oh i loved when andrew it when that's right mrs fletcher the night of the accident was the same night as the cabot cove high school senior prom (laughs) 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 yeah that's right ashley like oh my god
1: I can't believe it <laughs> all because he saw a white jacket. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I don't
0: know. That really gave me the giggles. Um, okay. Something really made me laugh in this episode. Can anyone remember what it was? Oh, I think it was Jessica popping up in the car dealership. Oh, yeah, you, it made me made laugh. Love a lot of that. <laughs> um, secret doors, closet hiding. I just put Jack in the box. Can anybody else yeah. remember any? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Okay, poisoning or bludgeoning. We had a bludgeoning and we had a shooting because Bill was shot. Yeah. So. Yeah, not great. Um, phone phone wire cut. No, she shaking. No, window peep. Lots of window peeps. Lots. We had a lot of car peeps. Car mm. window peeps. <laughs> um from within a car and without a car and we had in the car salesman place there were a lot of windows and a lot of bill looking out of the windows at people and then also andrew was in dealership at one point looking out at bill um firing uh the other guy i can't remember now um fake name id oh no i don't think anybody said they were anything else the fuzz cop quirk it's Cop chemistry, no businessy business. High school football, anybody? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was also insurance fraud, which I don't know oh, if Oh, insurance the- fraud, be yeah. Business, but car dealerships and, yeah, and football camp. <laughs> <laughs> I loved when the judge was like fourth down in the 12th court, <laughs> like saying all these words. I was like, I have no idea what you right. say. Something about quarters and downs. I do know a little bit about football, but he, he said it in such a way and they all nodded like they understood. And I was like, you guys don't know what he's talking about. I know. <laughs> Not you guys. I met the people on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> um, age ain't nothing but a number. Yeah, we went through it. Yeah. Um, the judge and um, Bill Hampton were three years older than andrew durbin they were both also 11 and 12 years older than their wives who went to high school with them so a classic brenda vaccaro
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah the chauffeur situation age. there when he was eight <laughs>
0: when he was eight and but do you i think you could tell he was you know it's funny i didn't think bill hampton looked a lot older than his wife i thought they looked the same age but for some reason, the judge made me think like, oh, he is a lot older than the others. But I don't yeah. know why I thought He's
1: that. around his temples. Yeah, is that what it was? Okay, yeah.
0: Also, can we talk about the fact that he had an electric razor in his drawer that he just like. <laughs> sort of like rubbed on one side and then was like, oh, someone's knocking at the door. I was like, put it back. And he answered the door with his hand. He's just a busy guy. He has to like be ready at any time. So it's not that bad for your skin to to shave like that. It reminds me of, do you remember the original Queer Eye? um, Yeah. When that was on? And they were always talking about how straight men would shave too fast and they would show the guy shaving. They're like, they look like they're trying to hack at their face. Yeah. Like, Why don't they just take five minutes? While <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that, yeah. Um, okay. I have a quick question about age. How old is the coach? 55. Oh no, sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 55. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So I think Angela here is 61 one two something like that so yeah he, the only thing is because of the age of Bill and the judge in real life he's only nine years older than them <laughs> so yeah as you were saying before they like grayed up his hair to try to make him look a little bit older he really looked like somebody to me I cannot place it
1: well, here's who he looks like to me. Is in Scrooge, there's the ghost of Christmas Present.
0: <gasps> with the
1: homeless guy? Yeah, Michael Pollard. To me, he looked like Michael Pollard. Yes, that's exactly who. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. yeah. Let me let me just. I'll just put up the. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. Ashley, thank you. That was going to drive yeah. me nuts. And, John Glover. Who played Andrew is also Scrooge. Nope. Not that that I mean. I'm just saying the coach who looked like Michael Pollard's doppelganger.
0: Yep, Scrooge is a great movie. I, I want to watch it. It is the best. It's it might be one of my all time favorite Christmas movies. Oh for sure. It's yeah, sure. old. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, listen. I love the Hallmark movies, but they don't like stand the test of time. No, in it's the same so- way. <laughs> John Glover was also in Gremlins 2: The New Batch, which is one of the best movies ever.
1: I need to see that. It's so good. It's, it's really good.
0: Yeah, Gremlins 2 is really good. Is he ah. not in the first one? Is no, it? No, I don't think. No, because he works at the TV station, yeah, right? Yeah. Isn't that he's the only deal? In the second one. No, yeah. the second one. Actually, they're both good. Glynis. I think he's like both of them. Is not Gremlins a Christmas movie. I've seen Gremlins 1. I just don't know if I've seen Gremlins 2. Uh, I'd say Gremlins 1 is scarier than Gremlins 2. Yeah. Gremlins 2 is is pretty campy, but it's amazing. Okay. It's like watching Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You, Mm -hmm. where Happy Death Day to You almost is just like a straight-up comedy, and Happy Death Day is, like, really uh, funny but really scary, too. There you go. I recommend all those things. You should watch them. Um, Smooches. Uh, No, I don't think anybody smooched. The coach tried to stick his tongue down her mouth, but she was like, ah, 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 coach, Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't remember one. Familial ties, no. Okay, here's one. Eyes closed, head shake at the end. Does she do that to the coach? I can't really remember them panning back to her. Uh, she did, like, a few, like, almost eyes closed, head shakes, a lot when she's talking to Andrew. Yeah. Where she's, like, it's not, like, a full shake, eyes aren't fully closed, but she's mad. You know what I kind of liked about Andrew's character is he really wasn't afraid to stand up to her. Like, normally she kind of puts people Mm -hmm. in their place so quick that they don't really come back at her, but he... No, it didn't like end with him being sad that she didn't like him. It was just like, well, no, you think that and you're wrong. And it was like, oh, okay, this is kind of refreshing. Um, okay, fave outfits. Before I pass over, I will say I actually didn't write anything down for this. So I'm really interested to know yours. Megan, do you want to go first? Yeah, I actually, like both the Allison's outfits that I mentioned before, the. Mm. <laughs> Uh, the blue with the red in the kind of in the slits, if that makes sense. Like it, I don't know how to describe it, but she was wearing it at the party. And then I liked her light pink, light blue, um, ensemble when she went to go visit Jessica. Okay. Yeah. I did like that second one. I didn't not like it. Ashley, what do you think?
1: Um, I like Jessica's blue jumpsuit in the beginning. Was it somewhere mm. in the beginning ish? Uh, with a light blue shirt underneath and she had a belt. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, she looks really nice in a slacks sweater, collared shirt ensemble. That just, I don't think I would look good in that, but she looks always really smart in that. Glynis, what do you think? I also didn't really write anything <laughs> down. I I wanted to like Allison's dress with the peekaboo um red <laughs> in it and then I just you couldn't bring it. yourself to do it. Guinness, um, I'm like you, the will was there, but I just couldn't I quite. There was looking. always something that was that. Yeah. So. Um do you want to start us with worst outfits then if you wrote any down? Um I similarly didn't, they didn't hate anything, but I didn't love anything either. I, the one that I wrote down was, it was a real toss up because I literally wrote love, question mark, hate, question mark. And then it was Tara's (laughs) turquoise dress. So I couldn't even land on that one. I was like, I like the color and she looks great, but there's a lot about it. I don't like, I don't like the thick belt. I don't like the huge shoulder pads. So, yeah,
1: no, I'm a little bit lost on this one, okay, Ashley. what do you think? Um, I didn't have any bad outfits. I did notice that all most of Jessica's outfits were pretty monochrome, mm-hmm. like one muted like one color, and I don't know for that hot pink sweater, oh yeah, yeah,
0: which I didn't think fit her that well. I just didn't it was a like choice. it
1: no but yeah. it's not a pattern or like dimension to the outfits they just seem sort of simple I don't know just stuff that I wear I don't know not not like on a show <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're right Ashley I don't watch this show to see stuff I would wear I don't <laughs> want to see aspirational clothing yeah a, <laughs> a form I of agree.
1: escapism for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I totally they agree
0: mad like just say Sarah's outfits in night of the headless horseman. But I didn't like, I guess Tara's dress, you know, I, I didn't love it. So I guess I'll go with that. I mean, I wrote down the two ladies dresses from the party, but they were, the one dress was too fun to be my worst. And Tara's like, wasn't offensive enough to be my worst. So I'm like you, I, the only outfits I didn't really like were sometimes on the coach. They put him in some quite tight things that I thought were sort of unflattering, but, <laughs> but to be fair, he's meant to be like a sports, co- you know, it's like sports coach clothing. So there's a sort of a limited range. Um, okay. This is an interesting one because I think we've got a lot of hunks here. Yeah. Biggest hunk. Megan Oh no, sorry. Let's let's spice it up. Uh Ashley, you go first. Biggest hunk? Yeah. Yeah. Gunshot's not in this one. I was just going to say that. <laughs> no gunshot the three. <laughs> it's always gunshot.
1: It <laughs> is always gunshot. Ooh. Are you ready?
0: Oh, I'm ready. I'm oh, so no. excited. I'm so
1: excited. The Corvette no. No. Yeah. i nice would star. have i would have also picked um i think arnie arnie the insurance yep. guy a little too much gel in the hair but still hunky
0: sure. mm. yeah Glennis, what do you think i i'm gonna go with um Dak rambo mostly because yes he was handsome but that name i mean i know he was naughty in this but like Dak rambo wow that, that is a name, name. yeah well, also fun uh, fact he was a twin and they were Dak and dirk rambo stop. shut your mouth is that true uh that i believe those were their stage names but let me double check oh, there's okay both, it's it's sad so i won't go too much into it but oh well okay given name norman norman rambo and dirk rambo orman <laughs> norman norman, right. shut, we yeah. don't know their real names were norman and orman rambo <laughs> come on <laughs> are you making this up i, I gotta check wikipedia no no check- the true <laughs> but this is right Norman and Norman Ram. I mean, listen, I get it If you're gonna have twins You gotta name them something cool Like, it, because It never, ha- it's a rarity You gotta have, you gotta have a cool names Yeah, I guess mm. I don't know Wait, but are Norman and Norman cool names? It's cool that they <laughs> go together Norman and Norman Rambo <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Rambo's a tough last name Because it's like It's so cool that how are you meant to, right? So then you have to go Norman and Orman, Dak and Dirk Rambo is pretty good. That is, I just want to know the agent who is like, Norman and Orman, not gonna work, Dak and Dirk amazing yeah (laughs) well it's because let's be honest if someone came in and they were like my name's orman rambo and you had just seen (laughs) someone called norman rambo you'd be like oh they've misspelled their name it's norman (laughs) rambo again it's too confusing (laughs) but Dak and dirk (laughs) i love that i think that's what were their names on maverick megan brett and bart right yeah uh uh-huh I blanking on the last name Okay, wait. Other names. So I guess for a bit, he went by Rambo, spelled R-A-M-B-E-A-U. Oh, I love that. I love that. Rambo. Rambo. I do like that a lot. Um, Sorry, Megan, who was your biggest hug? I had several. Dak Rambo, The Judge, and I do love John Glover. Andrew. I was going to say mine, I definitely thought Arnie was hunky and I thought Allison was also hunky and I thought that um, John Glover was also hunky. So I would give him all, I, to be honest, there was a lot of attractive people in this. Wait, episode. no I one thought that. the judge was hunky? I thought he was. I serious. thought the judge was oh, handsome. Yeah. I thought Taro was cute. I thought, you know, literally. Literally, almost everyone except the coach. <laughs> That's true. That's a good. Point. Like, oh god, it makes me feel bad. But um, I thought, yeah, loads, loads. I mean, and there were we were swimming in a sea of mullets as well, which I true. kind yeah. of
1: enjoy a little bit. You're right, Ashley. There was a lot of hair gel. I was like,
0: so of like,
1: like the gel, where like you gel it and then you comb it, so it's like parted, like gel chunk. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I struggled with, I think, with Arnie because he had a very pronounced mullet. It was like peekabooing, like over his shoulders. He's like, do I have a mullet? Yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't see it from that angle, but you can see it like this. Um, <laughs> that guy, interestingly enough, um, is now is mostly a director. He has loads of acting credits, but hmm. he directed so many episodes of '90s shows like Friends and Mad About You, and he directed two and three of the Santa Claus movies. Oh, good for him! Yeah. But he, he has a lot of directing credits. But he also then has 60 acting credits. So he's obviously a busy dude. Um, Okay, here we go. JB Burns. Uh, Glynis, why don't you start us off with this? Did you write any down? Oh, I didn't. It wasn't a JB Burn, but it was when Andrew was talking to Jessica and it should have been handled basically in a different way and like blah, blah, blah. And he just goes, You give it some thought. And when you figure out what could have been, let me know. And it was just so like to the point, and she then was so shocked by what he said. She closed the door and then leaned her back on it, kind of like what people mostly do when they've had a really good first date in movies. Yeah. And- <laughs> but this was not that obviously. It was a real mic drop that he was just like, "I don't care what you think, bye bye." Um, okay, Megan. Yeah, that's my same one that I had because I was I thought that was interesting that it ended that way and I was kind of glad because I again I thought she was a little mean to him
1: yeah Ashley what about you um I didn't have any burns though the word reprehensible she's never used when she's like gotten a confession out of a out of a murderer or anything so it was quite shocking to hear her be so strict
0: yeah and amazing too considering That last week, I know it's not sequentially in order that we're going, but last week we had the dentist murder a man with a dental instrument and then chop his head off. And that That, wasn't reprehensible. That was just sort of like... I'm never saying murder is right. That was the reaction. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When Buddy Hackett framed his you know, for I don't know. When he (laughs) stabbed himself. Yeah. I mean, those that to me is more reprehensible than trying to get justice for the fact that you were in prison wrongly for twenty years.
1: Yeah, then doing Some weird, like psychological warfare. Like physical harm seems a bit more reprehensible than a jack in the box on a doorstep.
0: I totally agree. What, like two or three small incidents that, like, I mean, he was sort of stalking him, which is like, yeah, that is bad. And he was, it was clear, like, he kept calling it justice but it was really revenge. He didn't really think they were going to go to jail or something. He just wanted them to get into trouble. You know, he wanted, when the guy died, you know, not that he had to be sorry about it, but it was sort of like, you know, he seemed kind of, there was something not quite right about it. So I do kind of understand that, but it was like, yeah, it, compared to what some of these other people have done, it's right. like, oh my God,
1: that is way bad or or the other thing is not finding not identifying that body, that reenactment soldier and just leaving. Right. It there. <laughs> reprehensible, Jessica, reprehensible. Yeah. And when
0: she said you'd be <laughs> reprehensible, it was like before Jack Rambo. Oh, no, he had died. Never mind. Sorry.
1: That's what pushed her over the edge. Not yeah,
0: she did not like that Bill Hampton had died.
1: No,
0: um, I which I get. God. But yeah, anyways, um, fave, fave guest star. Okay. Uh, Megan, why don't you go first here? I'm going to go with John Glover. Okay. Ashley? John Glover. Glynis? Yeah. I mean, John Glover. Yeah, me too. John Glover very um like yeah a cool performance i thought it's a a tough character i mean it's it's a hard character because he's sympathetic but you need him to be a little bit um sinister to make it work Mm -hmm. i thought that was really good a bit like um um Richard Boehmer in, um, God, the days dwindled down. But Richard-,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, Richard Boehmer had done something bad in that. No, no, of course. But it, like just that yeah. kind of like, he seems not right. <laughs> like there's something not right. And it's like, you can't quite put your finger on what it is. And, yeah, no, he had, to, he shot at Jessica, but he himself well, had he not like, committed the crime, but he, he covered it up. Covered it up. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, he um he got (laughs) Milnered. We're doing our guest star poll and Martin Milner is sweeping through the tournament. I mean he is taking out people left, right, and center. I can't believe it. It is he's it's the Milner juggernaut that I just did not see coming. And I like currently as we're recording this. Herb Edelman is going up against Ken Howard, and I'll be honest, I love Ken Howard, I and mean, I love them both. But it's like, I'm really worried for Ken Howard. And even if he makes it into the finals, he's just gonna get taken out by Milner. Milner, yeah. yeah, he's gonna get Milner. I, it, it's funny. It'll be the battle of the handsome men, right? When it's Martin Milner presumably versus Ken Howard. I mean, Herb Edelman might win. I think right, but it's. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I didn't realize it was such stiff competition there. I put him in, and I was thinking, you know, there were rules of how people got into the tournament. Obviously, it's a lot going on there, but I just assumed, you know, he got taken out by, yeah, Richard Bamer I'm sure he did. He not beat Barbara Babcock because well, I, mean, I he was he, like, he oh just, no, um, I think Robert Pine beat out Barbara yeah. Babcock, and then. Robert Pine just got taken out by Martin Milner. I mean, it wasn't even close, guys. <laughs> it was like twenty eighty. Like it was like, it, honestly, I was looking at the votes. I was like, I'm glad some people voted for Robert Pine. Like I, I mean, I, people like Robert Pine. I don't think that's in question. But I was just very surprised by no, the they ferocity. They do like Pine as much as they like Milner.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm worried about Ken Howard against. Really him nervous because. Much like Dorothy's Bornack, people can't let their love of her go.
0: Which I understand. I fully understand. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Okay, here we go. I'm just bringing up... Oh, my God. You guys, okay. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. Here's the tale of Martin Milner in the guest star tournament. Are you guys ready? (laughs) Yeah. First, he annihilates Bradford Dillman uh, who I, <laughs> who thought I really was like. like, if I was a betting lady, I would have put my money on Bradford Dillman because he's in more episodes. He's more anyways. He then craps all over Greg Henry. I mean, truly yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah. Greg Henry, sure. who I thought was a real fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Then he goes up against Richard Bamer. No problem, Bamer out. <laughs> then you're right, Robert Pine. Maybe one of the handsomer guests star people on Murder She Wrote, no problem. Yeah, uh-uh. sneezes and he gets through. And now he's up against her bettlemen or Ken Howard. I don't. I genuinely do not know where this is going to go. It's edge of your seat stuff. I mean, I know where it's going. to. I think Martin Milner is going to. win. are going to have a, we're going to have a Milner win. A uh, a Wilner is that yeah. good? Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'll keep going. Okay, um, okay. Glennis's guess. Glennis, who did you guess? I guess Tara, but, and I've I mentioned why throughout the episode, just, you know, little bits here and there, her suspicion around prom night and just her general sass, but I was wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. Turns out she's not a killer. She's just a grade A, B. <laughs> <laughs> or she was trying to protect her friend. Yeah. No, the, like obviously these were nice people and Allison. And I mean, nice to their friend. I mean, and Allison seemed like a nice lady, and it was, she obviously was struggling with all this. So, you know, feel a little yeah. sorry for her. Okay, here we go, guys. Are we ready for this fave moment overall ranking? Glynis, do you want to start us off? Uh, you don't have to. Do you want me to go to Ashley first? No, I don't know. I just, there weren't that many favorite moments. I did like with the, you know, Box being dropped at the guy's house, and then the car just creepily driving by it was that was funny. Well, not funny, but <laughs> that was it, funny. <laughs> it was entertaining. It was just when I wrote down, I was like, "Why is he being so obvious?" Or I, I said, "You'd think he, would if he's going to put all this, going through all this trouble to put this guy through hell, you would pick a more discreet car." But then I obviously didn't know at that point what the the car plot was Uh, but I was just like (laughs) so yeah I'll go with that and what's your overall ranking sorry oh I don't know three okay that's a that's a Milner burn if I've ever (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it was so sad and then like the coach at the end like it's just trying to like sort of reason with her and be like well this is why i did it i was panicked but then it didn't really explain why he murdered the other guy because yeah he, yeah like his camp has failed already like he's not sitting on these you know hundreds of thousands of dollars from a successful football camp i you know obviously he doesn't want to go to jail but it just felt like the stakes were already a bit low right then his life was kind of the life he liked leading was sort of already kind of like murder someone in cold blood because okay let's chalk up the first one to panic fine whatever I wasn't but like this one he was super premeditated right, he went right. his gun with um oh my god what's the guy's name Bill Hampton Bill, with Bill's guns, he's gotten it out of wherever, he like he knows where Bill's kept it, he knows Bill's left-handed, so he shoots him in the right temple to you know, put suspicion on someone else, does all these things that are just so awful, That then at the end he's like but what was I to do? And, uh, uh, this is all Andrew's fault and you're like I think it's yours because you picked up the gun and shot someone. So yeah, and also you manipulated a teenager into sort of covering yeah. up your crime, which makes you a bad dude. Um, yeah. okay, Ashley, do you want to go next?
1: Yeah. Um, so I was so I think for my favorite moment, I kind of I sometimes like when they're like the when the person is confessing and they're trying to explain that it was all just happened to <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, sir, you, you premeditated this. So I, I sometimes like that sort of disconnect where like, they can't figure out like, no, what they did was very bad and they were just sitting here and it just happened. And I don't know. Sometimes, so I liked the confession at the end, just cause I like that sort of disconnect. Um, And I think overall ranking, I was trying to think, It's not a fun episode. It's pretty heavy. But at the same time, the plot is pretty straightforward and all the characters, it doesn't feel like a huge influx of characters. And I was trying to think of ones that I didn't quite like, like Dead Heat is one that felt like overly complicated. Yeah. So I would probably, even though it wasn't, there wasn't like a lightness to it, I would still like give it a six. Okay.
0: Um,
1: It's just, it's heavier which is not what I'm always in the mood for.
0: Okay. Megan? Yeah, I I like the final scene where he shows up at the door. I thought that's really good. And yeah, I'll give it a six because I thought the acting was really good and it is an interesting story. I just, I don't like ones where I feel like she's not acting how I hoped she would act. And I thought she was too mean to Andrew and I yeah, I didn't like that part of it, but I thought it was good acting and um, an interesting story, but I'll, I'll go six. Okay, so I my favorite bit is the bit where she tricks Arnie into getting out of the wheelchair. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. was great. Where she's like, I'm just leaving this letter all the way over here. Then she leaves and comes back in. I thought that was great. Because um, that's like very standard jessica like she's gonna out you know sort of outweigh you um this the grading thing here is hard because i agree with you megan i think i actually think the storytelling here is really interesting it follows this kind of windy path of like you're really following bill hampton for quite a long time before he gets killed and it's all to do with the murder that happened well before the start of the episode so i did like that Um, and I thought the acting was excellent. I I really did think everybody was great in the episode. I I think there isn't really a weak link here. I just, for me, I'm going to talk, this is probably not fair, but I'm going to totally go with like my enjoyability level on this. And I just, it's not an episode I really enjoy watching. Um, so I am probably going to give it a four. Um, I, so yeah. Um, but I do, it's sort of unfair because obviously I think this is a lot better made of an episode than something like Crimson Harvest or Dead Heat, um, a lot better, but just in a weird way, I'd probably rather watch those than this one. So, but again, it's, I, I think you can't fault it. And I actually think if I was in the mood for like a more serious thing, this would be the episode to watch. It's just I'm apparently never in that mood. I can't handle anything that's too heavy. I mean, God, Mr. Magoo takes a trip around the world was more than my poor, Ah! poor, feeble brain could could handle. Uh, Because I don't even really remember that one. Mr. Magoo around the world in 80 days. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the last episode. The, the last episode. Did, you know, you don't I, you don't often hear about the murder she wrote Mr. Magoo crossover, but it happened and it was a great one. Um but yeah, anyways, does anybody have anything else they wanted to add before we close out? The one thing I'll say before we go is Bill Hampton's nickname in high school was never say die Hampton is that a good nickname? (laughs) It's a little cumbersome. It's a little heavy duty of a nickname. Um, but anyways, so yeah, so thank you so much everybody for listening, um, for following us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at all. Those were just at Cabot coverage. Um, we've had some lovely things and thanks for liking our posts and joining in the polls. I mean, I look forward to seeing Martin Milner just annihilating whoever enters the finals with him. A lot of Adam 12 fans out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's brilliant. And then, um, and yeah, and thank you to everybody that's, that's reviewed us and rated us on Apple podcast. That's been really nice as well. Um, but yeah. Thank you so much. And um Happy bonfire night to those in the UK. <laughs> okay. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.